You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. <laughs> I want to never, I will make a new Steam account yeah. and buy every other game all over again. I'd like to. So I don't have to see Rend Alpha on that <laughs> list. Potato, two potato, three potato. That's how you make vodka. Welcome back to This Week in Gaming. I'm Proxy. <laughs> I'm Sarah. And I'm Sonya Blade. Oh, okay. Sonya Blade. It's like... I went with a Russian name and I was like, wait, Sonya? Sonya Blade. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yep, that makes sense. Okay. Mortal, Mortal Tekken. Forever. Uh, anyway, so it has... My God, it's been the longest week ever. Yes. You're telling me. I Yes. <laughs> I am. I hate you. Can you? You're agreeing with me. I quit. <laughs> okay. No. Well, I already have it up on this the board. Was, this is like the fastest one ever. Yeah. We're like two minutes. Yeah. In well, already. Proxy started up on, on his shit. So, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to have to use it. that bidet. I've been I've been working on up. a project at work that is the audio equivalent of an aneurysm. <laughs> oh, so it's my job every day, but without driving. I I saved a secret bit. If you got if you want to know what an aneurysm feels like. Yeah. I do. Uh, You're about to close out of your internet browser and it's like, it's giving me stress lines on my forehead. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'd have to click for it to close out. You're, you know that you could like turn around and bump the mic, the the mouse and be like, no, all my hard work. No. You know, Mike the mouse. Yeah. Mike the mouse. Listen. Mikey, Mikey mouse. He's uh, the guy that hangs out with Adam Ant. Duck tails. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> Amber is the color of her energy. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, before we get way off topic, Morgan, what what have you played of note this week? Of note? Yeah. I don't play music. Oh. Anymore. Wow. What have you played of game? Oh, of game, though. Yeah, see, of game. You, you tell us about what games you've played this week, and I'm going to go ahead and add a pun to the pun counter in the Discord. <laughs> um, so this week I actually played, I played Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah, I forgot you got that. Because it was $15 on Steam sale. Hell yeah. So I was like, screw it. Why not? Do you still have that on Is PS4? it still on sale? Yeah, it's still on sale. Get to five? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Get to five? Honestly. I can't open Steam while we're podcasting. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just punched myself it's with okay. the mic. I've taken mics to the face before. <laughs> GTA 5 still fucks. When did that game even originally come out? So GTA long ago. 5, it came out like 2015. I think it was 2015. It came 20, out like 2013, almost seven, almost seven, almost six years ago. And oh, wow. Yeah. No, that was right after like the PlayStation 3 came yeah. out. Yeah. Nope. That's, it's, no, it's PS4. Back to full price. I lied. Yes. Wow. I'm I'm sorry to everyone who's listening to my voice right it's now. It's back to full price. It's it back was, to full price, but full price is $30. Still not bad. Yeah. On a, for, for what GTA 5 offers, that's still a fair price. But I picked up GTA 5 on Steam sale because I have no shame when it comes to spending money. No, no one can really stop me. No. Let's be fair. That's been me too. But I've also been looking at it the whole week of the sale. Yeah. And I was going like, okay, well, am I going to play it? Am I not? And I was like, wait, this is a No Man's Sky situation for me where it's like, okay, I can play it, play the actual storyline for a little bit, buck around and then put it down for months, but come back to it and be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing. And... I will play the hell out of any GTA game, especially one that I can just do as many cheese as I want on because the computer is easiest. And mods. The yeah. world, the, the possibilities are infinite. Yeah. So I was playing that uh, the last night? Yeah. Last night, I think yeah. so. And the rest of the week, I've been playing uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. I'm pretty sure that's all I've played this week. Yeah. I'm waiting for all the big games to come out. Like I have Gears Five pre-installed already on but my PC. But you can't play it. Yet, can't play right? it till the fifth. Okay. Spoiler alert. Um, <clears throat> uh, I contemplated today downloading Blair Witch because that came oh, out yesterday. But then I was looking at screens of it, and I was like, uh, uh-uh, I will piss myself, and I don't want to ruin my chair. Um, we still have to. Never mind. Put it on the Xbox, yes. Yeah, we still have to put it on the actual Xbox. So Milo can play. I want to play too. So here's here's a question uh-huh. because I feel like you'll probably know more about them than I will. Quite possibly. Um, 
if you had to choose between one game horror-wise between Dead by Daylight and Friday the 13th, the game, which do you think would be worth picking up if I was only going to get one of them? Out of the two, even though I haven't played either of them, I would still say Dead by Daylight has better reviews and they constantly update it. Friday the 13th is amazing because it's bad. But it's a party game, essentially. It is. More than Dead by Daylight. I is. think you get put with random people, but like it's it's good because it's bad. But if you're not looking for that experience, it's very it's not glitchy. Fun. It's of what I've seen of it. It's a very glitchy game. Yeah. To the, it's like to quantify, quantify it. It's like when we try to play Borderlands together. Oh, no. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. hilarious. <laughs> that was terrible. It was so funny to we're watch. Popping in and out of was, existence. And, <laughs> but you were just planes. like jutting across the screen. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much I'm trying to save up my game money because I've just I'm short on money currently because life but like but also War- everything's coming out yeah. soon well borderlands 3 comes out on the 13th yep there's like eight games that are coming out in september only one i don't have to pay money for and let's get gears 5 because that's on game pass yeah so weird well it's a microsoft exclusive right microsoft exclu- exclusives go straight to game pass hmm. so you like i are technically i already paid for game pass like all my stuff just got uh, retroactively applied. Applied. Thanks, so, Macro Hard. Yeah, but yeah, it's just I can't even think of the list of games that's coming out. Oh, Vampire comes out this month. Vampire, the, the one I wanted. No, the other Vampire one. It's like a JRPG act- oh. action one. Is that the one that's by um, Bando Namkai? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But Namco we, Bandai. I mean, we talked about both vampire and i don't think it's actually called vampire i don't remember what it's called either way but we talked about both of them at the same time when they were uh, first announced like a like yeah two years ago but yeah i'm just i, I read a list of like what's coming out in september is like i i yeah. don't have money for this i have like, my calendar in my notebook i'm glad that you're buying Catherine, so i don't have to buy Catherine. Yeah, and like I still want to pick up Man of Medan, but like Man of Medan can't. And like Man I was Medan, on Medan. I was on Steam this afternoon when I got home, and there's a Devolver sale. There is, <laughs> of course, like up to ninety percent off. Fuck. Yep. So like you can get the bootleg pack for three dollars again. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I'm sad that I can't get it for only one percent off. Yeah, I mean that was really a deal breaker, honestly. It, yeah. I also didn't realize how many games Devolver has made. Oh, so many like that the I Shadow didn't Warrior even games. Of. I didn't even realize that like the Shadow Warrior games were theirs. Devolver's done things I didn't even because I think of Devolver and I think of Enter the Gungeon and shit like that. Probably can't hear Hotline me. Miami. Yeah, yeah. The the stuff that is devolved. No pun intended. Right. Pun intended. I guess. Yeah. It's straight. Devol- it's it's devolved from what we currently play. It's 2D most of the time, but it's like super high, high pace and high energy. Yeah. Great soundtracks. Oh, yeah. Fucked up. If you actually pay attention to the story. Yep. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. We should play Hotline Miami, too. Yeah. We should like do now. a lot of things. A lot of things we should do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's talking, it, though. Talking again about what we did. Sarah, what did you play this week? Um, I think I played No Man's Sky last weekend. You did. I must have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's been like how, how the longest, weirdest week. Still? I mean, it's fine. It's still fine. Your cursor is back over the close button thing yes, of is. your browser. Um, it, it's still fine. I, I did have a really weird bug that was so fucking weird. So I play on creative mode because I was like, I don't feel like putting in any effort. I just want to fly around. And I had gotten myself stuck in a cave and I couldn't seem to get out. Oh God, it's not the swimming cave. Like we got stuck in that no, one time. No, no. I know now if, if I'm, if I have my terrain tool and I'm like fucking up the ground, I do it at an angle, Minecraft style and not straight down where I can fall through the world. Um, no, but I was lost in this cave. So I was like, oh, I'll just like use my terrain tool and get back up to the surface and like carve myself a hole. Right? right logical because i could not find my way out and i used my train tool and i hit the button and it went zoop and it hit the like the ceiling of the cave i was in and it, the game like flashed and all of a sudden i was on the surface of the planet instead of in a cave and i was like wait how did i get here 
And I turned around and there was nothing for miles. There wasn't even a hole. There was nothing. My ship was, and like I had gone into a cave right under my ship. So conceivably I wasn't really that far away because I could see where my ship was when I was under the ground. I wasn't that far away still. I just was lost. And I jutted up to the surface and suddenly I was like miles away from my ship and where I started and there was no hole for me to have come out of. I just teleported to the surface and I was like, I don't know what happened here, but I'm just going to walk away. It's like I heard the X-Files theme song to start playing. It was really fucking weird. Wow. But No Man's Sky has like a plot line now. And I. It tried before. I get it. It has I'm more only loosely following the story. I tried, but it's hard because on creative mode, it's like there's there comes a point where you go to this spaceship and it's like get all of these things, accomplish all of these things, and then come back and talk to us, and then we can give you more information. And because I'm on creative mode, I can't get all of those things. Like you have to create things, and you can't create things the way it wants you to because the game just lets you do it. It's really weird. It feels a little broken. Like, it feels like you shouldn't be able to do that. Not beat the game because you're on creative mode. Because of, like, one weird technicality. Hmm. So I gave up on the plot. But there's a plot now. Instead of just, like, find the center of the universe. Good luck. Bye. Now there's, like, a storyline. But I don't yeah, know what it is it's, yet. it's weird. It's weird. I kind of want to just... Every time I start up... I get distracted and I just go around discovering things. But what I want to do is just hyper jump from galaxy to galaxy to galaxy and just like, I don't know, fuck my way through the oblivion or whatever. That sounds like a great Mass Effect parody. Yes. Also, now you can, I mean, you've been able to do it for a while, but I just remembered when I was playing last that you can change the way your character looks in a spacesuit, obviously. So it's not really like a character creation, but you can change what your species is. And what your colors are and what your outfits look like. And it's so cool. It was really fun. You can be an alien if you want. I like to be an alien. Yeah. Like Gek. They're so cute. Geks are like little lizard people. I like lizards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Do you do you smell like beef? I smell like beef. And do you like turtles? <laughs> Lusty Argonian maid. Yeah. Um, that was it, though. What did you play? Oh, boy. I played a little bit of Dauntless. Hell yeah. They managed to patch most of the glaring issues that came with this update. Yeah. I mean, Thank goodness. sometimes things just happen. Sometimes. But every time things happen. I mean. Wow. Ugh. Yawning simulator right there. Uh, God so. damn it. <laughs> it has spread. Um. I played a, a decent amount of Guild Wars 2 this week, actually. Nice. And after it finally oh, that's after the took five the days. That's what else I played was Guild Wars 2 because it yeah. took me all of 20 seconds to download the whole game where it, it took you five days. I think you timed it and it took you about two hours to download the whole thing. I Roughly somewhere around Pretty sure <laughs> around I there? messaged Proxy my official time <laughs> in Discord. So you did, and I responded with, I hate you. It's really weird how you had such a hard time. For logical reason that the internet explained and Morgan didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, less than know. an hour and a half. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Zanky too, though. Um, Weird. So, but I was enjoying that. It's it's nice now that I haven't been ruined, as I mentioned before, by other systems like the ESO movement system mm-hmm. and how it's locked to your mouse yeah. to turn. So I'm getting used to the way Guild Wars operates again, which is nice. But... So that was fun. And oh, God, there, Mark wasn't able to make it over Tuesday night for the stream. Yeah. So we pushed it back persona to Wednesday. So Tuesday night, I decided why not appease Al and Rhodey and play Wizardry 6. I missed that one. How was that? <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Wizardry 6 requires a DOS emulator to run. Yep. It is very pixely oh yes it requires a dos it requires a dos emulator to run (laughs) i have no doubt that okay so we're it was painful i had to first make characters 
Yeah. They have base characters you can use. But I was like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to build a character I want. We're going to pick. There's a bunch of races and stuff. It's very much like D&D 1.0. Yeah. Which Yes. Why do you think Al likes it? (laughs) Mm. So it's like we go through and after about 20 to 30 minutes, we've got our characters all made. So then I put them all in a party. And we start start the go to start the game. Mm-hmm. New game. Cool. Here's our party. We're going to go on in here. And then the first thing it says is translate these magical symbols. And there are three magic symbols. And Rhodey goes, okay, here's the thing. Oh, no. This is anti-piracy from back in the, like, 80s, 90s, whenever the hell Wizardry 6 came out. And, um, yeah. So she's like, so you need the game manual to look up these symbols so that you can enter in the correct phrase or it's going to totally screw you over. 1990, by the way. This game is older than both you and I. Wow. Put To put that in perspective. Yeah. (laughs) So, oh my God. So So I went online and I looked up a (laughs) manual, game manual, figuring like typical video game manual. You know, you're looking like maybe 20, 50 pages. Right. Several hundred (gasps) page game. This is a player's handbook of a game manual. It explains like backstory, character races, lineage. D&D be like. It's insane. And I was like, okay, this was a physical thing that came because it was a scan of the book. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that is nuts. I probably would have loved this in the 90s. Yeah. Now, (laughs) not so much because it's like you have no sense of direction. Mm-hmm. You use your arrow keys to turn and move and turn and move and then find some doors and interact with some things. Combat is like I got completely wrecked on one of my first fights. I think it was actually my second encounter. Got everyone died. And Rody goes, didn't did you equip your um, items at the start of the game? And I'm like, my what? And she's like, <laughs> oh, so you've been walking around naked, slapping everything. And I'm like, excuse Apparently. me. So I go in and I have to go and equip everyone's shit. So I finally do that and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So now we're not like completely buck naked. And then I went up to find a thing in a tower. And then I stepped out. And because anything that is more than like one block away from you is just black, there's nothing there. So you like, oh, here's blackness in front of me. I take a step and then I see a wall. Yeah. Uh, I saw blackness in front of me, took a step, fell off a ledge. (laughs) Oh, everyone died. Oh, no. You know what? Not this worth is ridiculous. It. It's so crazy that only, I mean, I sh- not only, but only 30 years ago, that was video games, right? Yep. But now you can pretty much live inside of the VR world of like No Man's Sky and be an alien and go to alien planets whenever you want for however long you want and just be in the video game. Yep. It's I, nuts that we've come this far. I think that brings up the arguing point that games from the 80s and 90s were harder. For sure. Especially yep. if you were playing them in the 80s and 90s when you had to find a specialty store to buy the you manual. I, I think no, they're harder now than they were then. Because then you then you went you into it knowing that. and expecting it. Whereas now you're like what do you mean this is a 2000 page manual and I have to go through <laughs> I have every to single read, part of it? Yeah. Because game manuals phased out as soon as they could include tutorials in the game. Yeah. yeah. And they no longer needed to give you the ex- explanation. And, and the I skipped those. Ideally. Yes. So okay, that's Aaron Hansen. Uh, You've seen me play a game that I can't skip a oh. tutorial. I get so infuriated. And then there were two other games that I played of note that I'm super amped about. Mm-hmm. Um, one was first kiss at a spooky soiree yeah did but, you watch that stream at all no you i had to miss it i should you need the game it's 23 <laughs> minutes to play through the whole thing oh my god i mean it's really cute it is th- the best there are like six people you can try and smooch at the party so you have to that's why it's so short so you can conceivably try yeah, to it get took us an hour and a half to get through all possible endings nice and it was just heckin adorable everything about it was great mm-hmm and so I played that for stream. I highly recommend that game for people who haven't. It's on Itch.io. And the other last game I played, I reinstalled what apparently Dotaku has their own launcher for Android now. And of by course. launcher, I mean their own app store for Android. Yeah. 
that you can download from the site. So instead of having to download the APKs of each individual game, I can now download the APK for the Nitaku store yeah. and install their mobile apps from that. Yeah. So I did that and I got Project QT, which is basically one of these like color match to attack kind of games that mm-hmm. I generally yeah. hate so much. But my favorite thing about Nitaku games, no ads. Yeah. Not even one. No ads for other apps. Nothing. Just and when I start the game, it goes, hey, want to spend real money to get a boost in the game? No. Okay. Yeah. And that's how they make their money. That's it. And the game hasn't been like ridiculously hard to where I'm like, I obviously have to spend money or I can't do anything. Yeah. It's just being strategic about color what I'm matching. doing. Is it like a bejeweled kind of color matching? Kind of, sort of. Because that kind of stuff really tickles my monkey brain and I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like hexes and it's one of four colors because it's all color elements. Yeah. And then there's also like power ups you can trigger with those colors. So you're so, like but- yellow, yellow, grenade, yellow, 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 yellow. Yeah. And then it just destroys them all, gives a bonus attack to anyone using lightning. And then the grenade goes off and destroys everything around it. And there's different like it's really satisfying to play. Mm-hmm. It's Candy Crush without and all the garbage. Solve the issue of grinding by... There are certain items that you have to grind for in order to level up your characters where it's mm-hmm. like you're going to have to play this chapter, this level like X amount of times in order to get these things. So rather than making you play it every time, if you get three stars on your fight, which is like your health never dip below half, uh, everyone survives, you finish the level, mm-hmm. then uh, once you have a three star on it, you can sweep the level. So instead of going to battle, you just go sweep. And as long as you have a sweep ticket, which they give you a, a plenty. Yeah. Um, you can just choose, okay, I'm going to sweep this five times. And it's the equivalent of beating it five times. They give you the items. Sick. So you don't actually have to play that. It's just they want you to play through it to get the three star, which is the maximum rating you can get for yeah. each level. That sounds like And it's like as satisfying. you go along, you're unlocking, you're like summoning characters to fight for you. You're leveling them up. You're promoting them. They're unlocking new costumes, which is arguably just less clothing because it's, an, <laughs> it's a new talk game we're talking about. I mean, about yeah. Here. And then on top of that, as you go through each chapter, you get to the end and you battle and capture a monster girl to bring into your pleasure dungeon. And she's probably naked. Uh, mostly. Almost. Yeah, mostly. Each of them has like three videos that you can unlock mm-hmm. by doing various things, which is a combination of like giving them gifts, which gives you like points to use to up their skill levels, which unlocks more videos. It's neat. There's a lot that goes on with it. And it's, I mean, it's clearly. interesting. So I'll have to, I'll, I'll show you maybe during the break and you'd see if you want to be my friend in the game. Because <laughs> I've already got two or three other people into it. I'm going to guess that Nikki is one of them. Surprisingly, no. Wow. Because I don't know if Nataku has an app store on, on iOS. iPhone. Mm. I Probably just know not. they have one on Android. Probably not because for some weird reason, even though the app store for Apple is way more rife with like scammy apps, garbage apps, apps that are literally nothing. It's harder for some reason to get legitimate apps on there or legitimate games on there. If it's available for Apple, it probably just doesn't go through an Utaku app store. Yeah. It's another one of those, like it used to be where you scan the QR code and it'll download the install package. Yeah. And you have to like bypass certain things. I don't think you can do that on Apple or at least not easily because I tried to, I mean, I allegedly tried to do that once with Spotify and it didn't work because Apple runs everything through a is this legitimate meter? And if it goes no, then you're fucked. Uh, I don't know. But those were all the things of this of any note that I played this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) I installed Crash Team Racing. Yeah, finally. Progress. Haven't played it yet. It's so, so good. You have eventually. To. So that being said, I'm going to give you a list of games that are coming at you next week. Tuesday, September 3rd. You bet your butt I am picking up Catherine full body for PS4. It's also coming out for the Xbox One, but I'm getting it for the PS4. We're doing a live unboxing on Twitch. If you're not following us, you totally should. Yeah. yeah dude, gamers. It's going to be great. Then we're going to play it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Uh, the Spyro Reignited trilogy for Switch and Steam also comes out Tuesday the 3rd. Final Fantasy VIII Remastered for PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. I hate that I stumble less on Roman numerals than I do on some words. <sighs> Wednesday. I wasn't sure. Dyslexia. So I didn't like, want to change it. 
uh, Wednesday, September 4th, Warsaw for PS4, Switch, and PC. And then Friday, September 6th, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter World Iceborne for PS4 and Xbox One. Gears of War 5 for Xbox One. NBA 2K20 for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Stadia. And Creature in the Well for Xbox, Switch, and PC. Wait. What? Gears 5. I thought that came out on the 9th, and it's just available if you have Game Pass on the, on the 5th. Mm. Keep going. No. Uh, okay, so then there's also the current free games for Epic. If you're on PC and you're not using the Epic launcher, I understand you, but also why are you passing up free games? They do free games every week, and this week, free until Thursday, September 5th, you can pick up Celeste and Inside, both like award-winning indie games. Yeah, literally some of the best indie games that have ever happened. Have been free so, like, on Epic. Yeah. like, And it's not one of these subscription things. You don't have to go in there and be like, oh, well, if I stop paying for PlayStation Plus, then they don't get access to my games anymore. Yeah, It's no. just like, here, you have these, you take them. I have to give Epic credit for... Like all of them, all of the free games have been indie games and they've all been good. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Plus games for September. Uh, available Tuesday, September 3rd, Arkham Knight and Darksiders 3. I'm so tired of hearing about Darksiders. That's the like every time I hear about Darksiders, it's never. Oh, what a great game this was. Oh, did you hear they're coming out with this? It's <laughs> like, hey, they're giving it away again. Yeah, I feel like every time I turn. Every time I turn... Anyway, every time I turn around, Darksiders 3 is releasing for something new or, like, coming out again or it's free. And it's like, it's, stop haunting me, please. You're not Kiss from a Rose by Seal. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, um, so just one edit. Gears of War 5 comes out for Game Pass Ultimate on the 5th. And it comes out retail on the 10th. Oh, that's okay. so weird. How hmm. I had to do I had a Wikipedia. It. Really? Because I like I always pull from like five different sources, put them all into one big word document. Right. Well, and then I, I erase all the common they, denominators. They pushed they they pulled their date forward for ultimate. Oh. Giving the five day Okay. Jump. Sure. Anyway. Sorry. I guess it's all good. That's there. There you go. That's the thing. Uh, Xbox Games with Gold for September. For Xbox One, Hitman, the complete first season. And We Were Here. You know, the message that you see occasionally written on bathroom stalls and permanent marker. Yeah. Xbox 360, Earth Defense Force 2025, which is drawing ever closer. And Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Yep. Really good game. Yep. Uh, Xbox Games Pass with for September, excuse me, uh, available as of September 5th, Gears of War 5, as Morgan just mentioned. And available August 30th, Blair Witch. Which is August 30th is today, but it's worth mentioning because that's today. Yeah. So for available us. right now. Very excited. That's a thing that you can go and pick up. Yeah. I would love to give you the Twitch Prime games for the month, but they haven't released them yet. They change at such random days that it's really, I don't remember even how to pin them, how to be like, oh, it's always on the 12th. <laughs> and to be fair, Twitch, my Twitch library just looks like garbage because it's. It's always it's the opposite of the Epic Store. It's games I've never heard of. That you're never going to play. That I'm never going to play. Yeah. But, you know, stu my brain just is like, oh, well, you should get at it anyway. Because, mm -hmm. like, what's the what's the worst you do? You don't I, play it. Yeah. It's free. I want to become the Marie Kondo of digital declutter. Oh, God. Ideally. You need to declutter my Steam. Okay. I mean, you can't. Yeah, so that's like, the thing that kills me is I can't. I have You like, can't. My Steam still has Rend Alpha from when we got in on the Alpha for Rend. And I was like, I want this to not exist in my life. <laughs> I want to never. I will make a new Steam account. Yeah. And buy every other game all over again. I like So I don't have to see Rend Alpha on that list. <laughs> I wish there was like a return policy. If it was like, I, I want this game out of my life. Give me one dollar. There for is my a troubles. return policy, but it's you have to. If you want your money back or to return quote unquote return the game on steam has to be within the first 48 hours and you have to be you have to have only played less than two hours of the game yeah because i've done that once they should yeah. have like a player trade system like if you've got Honestly. five games that i want and i've got one game that you want and we're both like we're adults we're okay with trading these i'll be like all right i'm gonna offer a trade to morgan i'll give you this game x or, or just look at market value for each game yeah your trades have to equal each other yeah or close it would be so easy to just allow that to happen. 
No, it's very difficult. Much like cross-platform. <laughs> very hard. Impossible, actually. It's, it is. Uh, with that being said, we're going to take a brief break, and we'll be right back at you with video game news. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Greetings, dudes, and welcome to Around the Web. This is the new segment for our break section here that, uh, you know, I browse the web a lot. And sometimes I find neat stuff and it's not always like the easiest to share in our news or things that I've done this week. So I made a whole little section where I can tell you about the things that I found. Uh, It's not a whole lot this week, but I found some cool videos that you guys should check out. There's a trailer that dropped for Guild Wars 2's Ice Brood. And also, if you're into Rick and Morty, found some Wubba Lubba dubstep. It is so good. The drops are amazing and it really got me through my week. The links to both of those you can find down in the show notes below. And I'll come at you again next week with some more cool stuff that I found. This has been Around the Web. I'll catch you next week. It's time for a humble brag. Hey, dude. So as you know, we partner with Humble Bundle to bring you guys some sweet deals on video games on the weekly. This week, we've got... A few deals for you coming from Humble. The Spooky Horror Bundle 2019. Our undead buddies Frank and Barry are back to remind us that spookiness has no season. Turn off the lights, grab a controller, pick up this bundle full of horror games including Inside, Darkwood, Beholder 2, Pacify, and Agony. Pay what you want. It's anything from up to a dollar to ten dollars. We also have the IT Security Book Bundle by Taylor and Francis. Now is the time for due diligence. Protect yourself from data leaks, update security policies, and perform a risk assessment with our latest bundle. You got such great books in here with really long titles, as you know they do with computer security books. Things such as Intrusion Detection and Prevention for Mobile Ecosystems. You have books with long titles and yellow covers like Big Data Analytics with Applications and Insider Threat Detection. Like, how can you get titles longer than that? These books were obviously labeled by someone who came up with the titles for Fallout Boy songs back in the day. They got some really cool stuff going on on the covers with like people poking digital images. And if you're into cybersecurity, this is where it's at, guys. Uh, anything from a dollar up to $15, pay what you want. And you get different, uh, different bundles on how to secure yourself. So check that out if you're into IT security. Lastly, space operas and science fiction. Blast off to the skies with our latest bundle full of science fiction and space operas brought to you by Bane. Space warfare, romance, and adventure await in ebooks like Dark Ship Thieves, In Fury Born, Undercity, Going Interstellar, and more. This is another one with the bundles split up into pay up the dollar up to $15 or more. There's so many great science fiction titles. All the covers look like exactly what you'd expect from a science fiction book. You know, it's some post-apocalyptic stuff. You got some people in some space suits. It's crazy. And uh, just if you're into science fiction, guys, get on that. Again, all the links to all those bundles are down in the show notes and description below. Check those out if that's something that you're into. And we'll see you again next week with more Humble Deals. Up until yesterday, I had never seen a Krogan naked, and I don't know how to feel about it. Welcome back to This Week in Gaming. (laughs) I'm going to throw it on over to Morgan for... uh, Posterity. I I saw that in the Discord chat too yesterday. Did you? Yeah, or Thursday or whatever. I am working I my way. I didn't like go on the link or anything, but I saw that you wrote that. And I was like, excuse me, I I, I need to know, but I don't want to. That know. The site that I use for uh, hentai slash furry comics is, is absolutely necessary. That I read everything that exists on that site, and it's sorted into several categories. Most categories only have one page of results. Yeah. So you're talking like maybe 20 to 25 comics, most of which are anywhere from 10 to 20 pages. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. I'm going to go into the other category, oh, which is no. only one page, which includes things like League of Legends, Mass Effect, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, my God. The League one Ninja must, Turtles. must be huge. Not as much as you would assume. There's like four of them all done by the same person. And they're all jinx <laughs> related. There are, no, and none of them are. Yeah, no, that's. <sighs> well, I guess technically, because if, if you're doing this like hentai and furry shit jinx isn't yeah jinx doesn't fall in the yeah either way in the category 
I read all f- four of the ones based off of the newer renditions of the Ninja Turtles, and they're very well drawn, and I really don't know how to feel about them. <laughs> Is those the ones you were sending me That's earlier? That's the ones I was sending you yeah. out of context screen it was, caps from. It was really well done, but like unsettling that only their eye bands are That was only one colored? episode that was done that okay. or one comic that was done that way. The rest of them are in full color. It's just very strange. Sorry, I had to make sure I got the dates right. Cause um, so anyway, over to Morgan for posterity. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, yep, this is This Week in Gaming. Oh my God, it's been one of those weeks. Uh, for posterity, this is This Week in Gaming, episode 125. We are recording this on Friday, August 30th. This will hit your earballs on Saturday, August 32nd. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, I love it. And uh, to start off our week, I have to scroll down quite a bit. So some night in the woods news. Oh uh, god. Not man. not good night in the woods news I that mean, we would good. ever expect. Well good but it, not good. Uh, yeah, I mean that it yeah. So this week abuse, sexual harassment and sexual assault allegations about many men in the game development community came out after allegations about Night in the Woods composer and designer Alec Hollow Holoka? Holoka? Holoka surfaced from different women. The rest of the developer development team, Infinite Fall, decided to cancel their secret project that was going to be given to Night in the Woods Kickstarter backers. I guess it wasn't really a secret project. It was just like on the DL because it wasn't a huge deal. So, uh, Holo... Holoka? Holoka, whatever. I keep wanting to say Hollow Knight. He's a terrible person, so we won't pronounce his name correctly. It's unfortunate because he's also the composer for No Man's Sky. And a bunch of other games yeah. that I hadn't heard of. That but have, like, like, slapping soundtracks. Pretty much everybody else he's ever worked with has dropped ties with him for one reason or another in the right. last, like, five years. So it's like, mmm. So uh, the Infinite Fall team has also cut ties has also cut ties with Holoka. Uh, Infinite Fall has announced uh, they are also postponing the launch of physical copies of Night in the Woods, but the iOS part of the game that is being handled by a separate company is staying on track. Yep. I, I can't tell you how many different people, like, allegations I've seen this week it's in the news. Nuts. I only sent Sarah this one because it was Night in the Woods. I'm yeah. like, that's it, related to, yeah, dude. No, it was, like, probably 10 to 15 different dudes Minimum. In, in game development all got called out with, like, screenshots and right. videos and eyewitness and testimony. And it wasn't like it was all, like, and the different like, composers or they were all no, programmers. It's, it's it was all, everything. It's every company. And it's a bunch of different people at different jobs with different, like, amounts of power. And it's, like, so fucked up. So, yeah, so I guess, like, it being bad news but good news at the same time because, like, we're weeding. The good news it, that we got it taken care of. Bad news that, we that had they're to take not care doing the secret. Project. Thing. Well, no, not even that. It's just that we had to take care of it. It's that it was ba- an issue in the first place. It's bad news that it happened to people. It's bad news that, like, it happened at all and that it caused problems for the company. But good news that they handled it really well because I've seen it happen too many times where there's literally, like, video evidence of a really bad thing happening to somebody and they just sweep it under the rug because it's like, well, he's our dude. We can't. Yeah. We He's can't give CEO up on him. And it's like, it, yeah. that doesn't fucking matter, Randy Pitchford. You can't just abuse <laughs> people like that. <laughs> oh, shit. So that's that. I, yeah, I don't I mean, want to, like, dive into that because it's yeah. shitty news. It go Just look on Twitter. Just, like, scroll through literally anybody's Twitter feed. You'll find some of them. And it's, yeah. like, really sad. So moving on from uh, there. Can I latch on to this one? The okay. next one? Or do you have a really personal connection with it? Not really personal, so you're good. Okay, cool. So, uh, in Ninja news, last <laughs> we spoke of when last we spoke of Ninja, he was uh, moving over to Mixer. Yeah, because why not? Um, Tyler Blevins, also known as Ninja, announced this week that he has officially signed a partnership with Adidas. I Adidas. wanted to take it because I like pronouncing Adidas or gay, right? Or for you, you Americans that don't know how to say it, it's it's Adidas. Yeah. I always say it Adidas. The, the three little lines. I also say salami. Salami. So like, Partnership know. with Adidas. This will be the second time this year that an apparel company signed with a video game famous person. Uh, Nikkei signed to make League of Legends Pro Nike. League jerseys in China earlier this year. No, it's Nikkei. Nikkei now. Listen, we <laughs> primarily broadcast to Americans <laughs> that don't do. know this shit. I don't know. I like to think Static knows this stuff. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um. 
So Ninja has had many brand signings in his career. Samsung for the Galaxy line, Red Bull, and allegedly has earned $1 million for streaming Apex Legends when it launched. I mean, I there's... But like, it's, also, it's nuts. Fun fact, uh, before Ninja was Ninja in like 2015, when he was still just Tyler Blevins, he was on Family Feud. Huh. Ty Blev. I bet yeah. he wants to put that behind him. Apparently, they his family won. Also, like, I don't, I, we may have mentioned it, but it's like probably not on the podcast, but just like on a personal level. But Tracy from the, the store, store, her dad just died, which is really sad. But I guess he was one of the mods for fucking Tyler, for Ninja and his wife, their on streams. Twitch, yeah. Like, what are the chances? They know they donated like three grand to his funeral and everything. Yeah. Isn't that so nice? And like, yes. they got the whole, their whole little community to like, send flowers and post nice things on like the funeral page because when somebody dies and they post like the obituary there's like leave a nice comment isn't that so weird that he just happened so, that our friend's dead father happens so, to be all all in all <laughs> even though he's a millionaire he's still a decent person yeah apparently well, markiplier style yeah no yeah. i wouldn't put it markiplier status because markiplier is like god tier decent person markiplier is like the second coming of christ yeah, yeah, except for, like, now he's been promoting, like, Cloak brand. Well, that's his brand. That's his brand. I know, but, like, I just hate when people, like, just market like that. Like, everything they put up is, like, don't forget. Check out my shit. Just put a link at the bottom of your video or whatever. Also, yeah. don't forget, we now have our merch handled by Teespring. You can find <laughs> a link to that in the description. Speaking of. Please help us survive. Yeah. <laughs> there, well, there's a difference, though, between us and him. Because we don't make millions of dollars. He is worth millions of dollars. He, I'm worth millions of pennies. And to be cloak. completely, like, to prove that, like, Markiplier sold pet rocks. Yeah. With just a letter M on them. Yeah. And he sold out. Yeah. yeah. In minutes. And, like, He sold cloak, rocks. To BH, honest. Cloak is expensive. I really wanted one of their hoodies because they look really nice. They're like $120. But it's so expensive. And it's like, dude, be, your, your fan base is like 16-year-olds who don't yeah. have jobs. I think the <laughs> thing of it is he's not necessarily doing it for the money. Because I remember when him and Jacksepticeye announced the cloak brand. Right. And he was like, this whole thing is about making high-quality clothing that will last you and by not outsourcing any of the production. Yeah. So and it's I, all U.S. labor. And I dig that. Which is, and you're going to pay fair. for that. But that's like essentially being like the Lamborghini is so expensive to weed out all the poor people. <laughs> I mean, isn't it? Or the Tesla, the safest car out there is so expensive to weed out the poor people so we can let them die. You know? Oh, so you've seen interviews with Elon Musk. Which is really yeah. weird when like the types of people that end up suing Tesla for like, I fell asleep in my car. They're and the billionaires. Over. And it's like... Yes, it pulled over. That's what it does. It should have kept driving me to my destination. If you were in any other vehicle, you'd be dead. Yep. Yeah. You should still be ready to hit any button or the pedal or well, the is, wheel. Isn't it like every 10 minutes that makes you hit like... It's like every two... Grasp the it's a really short period like of time. It's like every two minutes that it's like beep, beep, and so you have to hit the button. When we watched the review from yeah. Jerry Rig. So, but yeah. Um, off of ninja yeah, and moving on from that money rants uh some capcom news proxy this will make you and i happy yeah well it i hope it does well it'll make you scream and it'll make me happy because i will be able to navigate everything uh capcom is going to be revealing a new resident evil project called project resistance on their youtube channel on monday september 9th at 8 a.m pacific time so 11 a.m eastern and i'm gonna tell you right now joe already has the shotgun oh yeah yeah he does Absolutely. yeah for sure uh they are doing this reveal ahead of Tokyo Game Show, which will be running from Thursday, September 12th to September 15th, which is Sunday. Uh, at Tokyo Game Show, there will be they will be playing dem there will be playable demos for certain attendees. Also, this Resident Evil is a co-op Resident Evil, specifically. Okay, a now I'm happy. Yeah, it's specifically a co-op. Um, that's as much as I've read into it. I did also read about Tokyo Game Show, getting a little bit off topic, that Sony is not doing a thing. At Tokyo Game Show either this Weird. year, which is huge because they yeah they did Gamescom and that was it. Mm. I mean, sure. <laughs> I I don't know. With, I with reading that and that was like right like ten minutes before we started the podcast. I was like, this makes sense because they're trying to a get back into the mystery of what's coming next, and b they're using all of their money 
that they would spend on like conferences and mm-hmm. conventions and all that stuff to move forward with development of other things. Yeah. So, they got a lot on their plate right now. Yeah. Um, wow. This is really, you really, it, didn't have it was much, like huh? a heavy week, but not a super, <laughs> not a it was super a heavy, lot. but not a super heavy. Yeah, I get it. So moving Me. on to our, at least my final subject. I don't know if anyone else has anything else. Nope. Uh, some Telltale news. So Telltale Games is being revived by a company called LCG Entertainment, who bought Telltale's assets when it went under last year. The new Telltale is headed by Jamie O'Tilly. Jamie, oh yeah, Jamie sure. O'Tilly and Brian Waddle. Amazing names. I am living for that last name. Amazing. Changing my last name to Waddle. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> uh, these. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry, Dad. Uh, these two men have said that some workers from the original Telltale will be offered freelance roles with full-time positions a possibility in the future. I want to put an asterisk on that for a second, finish reading, and then we can continue on. But remember that I put an asterisk in it. Okay, so uh, the new business has a back catalog right now to The Wolf Among Us and Batman. Originally Telltale game puzzle agent. Oh, sorry. I'm reading this wrong. It's a Friday. Uh, Original Telltale game Puzzle Agent and some expired licenses we're looking at. Uh, The new Telltale will likely never be able to rekindle the Walking Dead franchise as that is now owned by Skybound, who has said they have plans for the future. Uh, Since the news broke out on Wednesday, uh, James Ottilly has spoken to Polygon about the future, saying, quote, it is imperative that we take a slow and methodical approach to growth. We want to build a sustainable company with a healthy, non-crunch work culture, end quote. The return of the old proper state of Telltale is being coordinated by Sarah Guinness, who was director of operations at the original Telltale, and who was, according to former employees, a good employee director and had no part in the company going under. Yep. So, so okay. So at first, I read an article that was about how it's LCG Entertainment is restarting Telltale. And everybody – and the whole, like, freelance roles with full-time being available in the future thing, people flipped out. And, like, I was a little bit mad, too, for the sake of the old employees who might not have found jobs and whatever and want to come back and be – just have their job back because it's San Francisco and it's literally one of the most expensive places to live in the country. I get it. And the hardest place to get a job. If, Hard yeah. In Detroit. That's why when anybody's like, I want to live in San Francisco and follow my dreams. Like, okay, you're going to be homeless. Sorry. Maybe they're dreams. Yeah. And I'd like homeless. fresh water in Flint, but you know, <laughs> yeah. How does it feel um, a dream? So the asterisk is that there was a follow-up, obviously like the whole internet, as soon as something is wrong, the whole internet freaks out. And there was an, a follow-up with Polygon from Jamie O'Tilly, I guess that's how you say his name. And he was like, no, 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 no. We, we offer, we're going to offer freelance so that people can come back if they want to. So that if they have another job or they have other things going on, they're not just going to be stuck in a nine to five Monday through Friday and be very stressed out about it. It, it sounds we like don't it's want almost that. like a, a temp to hire situation, kind essentially. Of, but it's freelance to full time. He says it's for the employee's sake. Yeah. Because, like, by now, it's been a year. A lot of them have moved on and gotten better, better. positions. But if they want to continue and come back and do things on games that they worked on, they can. And, like, that's what they're giving them is the ability yeah, to come back and like do that. creative directors that got Yeah, and, like, and there like- are a couple artists who were just, like, stuck doing, like, oh, hi, my name's Dan. I do finger movements on The Wolf Among Us. Thank you for your time. But now he gets to do whatever the hell he wants because right. he's a graphic artist. He can do anything. So it's like, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. But finger movements. <laughs> but you know what? That's an example. But you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like you you wouldn't want to be the finger movements guy if you have like four degrees from really good schools for exactly the field that you worked in for a long time. So it's it. it's not the perfect situation. It's double-edged. I, I really hate that Telltale just keeps coming up. But also people really like the yeah, franchises. So it's like, ugh, what would God. you rather hear? Telltale or Toys R Us? <sighs> Telltale. Or Harry Potter, Wizards Unite. Don't even get me started. <laughs> but that that's my asterisk because it didn't really make sense to like put it in there because it's just 
something I read. But yeah. like a couple people who are already there doing things who originally who worked at the original Telltale were like, no, I'm glad that I can finally do what I want and be like, hey, new bosses, I think that this is going to work better if we do it this way. And they're right. like, hell yeah, because we wanted this brand. We didn't want it to just die. We wanted the brand. We wanted the IPs. We wanted to continue making stuff. And I think that's great. You know? Yeah. And if it crashes and burns, then I never said that. And I didn't mean any of it. That's fair. It wasn't wrong. Okay. That's how the internet works now. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <sighs> anyway, thank you guys for joining us for our longest week in games. Oh my God. We're going to all go take a coma or something. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see you again next week. Don't forget to check the links in the description and the Amazon mystery link. All the fun stuff is down there in the show notes, description, whatever you want to call it. It's it's there to be easily convenient for you because I'm so sick of every time I listen to a podcast and they're like, links in the show description. And I scroll down and all it says is this is a podcast where we talk about stuff. Yeah. I, and then nothing else. There's not even a link to a website where I might find an article about like. Yeah. There's this podcast that I was listening to about a serial killer. And it was really good. But in all of the episodes, the entire description was just one sentence. And it was kind of a vague like what really happened on this day, whatever. And it's like, that's fine. But I want to know what your outro song is. I wanted you to tell me who your sponsors were. I need all that information. Yeah. Especially things like that could just be easily answered because you know they get thousands. If you don't answer a question before somebody asks it, you get a thousand emails. That's why people it. have FAQs. Yeah. Facts. If you have questions about stuff, look in the description first. That's all you got to do. It should be there for you. It's fun times. I'm going to end the show now. We'll see you guys again next week. Bye. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a Yeah Dude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thanks.